This week's episode is dedicated to the life and memory of my grandma, Mama Carmen. What is going on guys? Your boy Elroy here and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA podcast. I'm your host, Josh Prep Igina. And as you heard at the beginning of the episode, I thank everybody for uh, all your thoughts and prayers <clears throat> these last two weeks. Um, but unfortunately, my grandmother did not make it. Um, it's been a year, man, and it's only April. It has been a year, but I'm glad that I got to see my grandma, even under the circumstance, you know, with my mother's passing. I got to see my grandma happy because she got to see us and her great granddaughter. Um, but and, you know, in a sense, healthy. I was able to have a conversation with her and uh, I'm grateful for that, uh, that I got to see her before she ultimately left us but uh thank you everybody for your thoughts and prayers uh, i appreciate it i am actually headed to new jersey in the next few hours uh because we will be headed to new york on saturday for a memorial service but you guys know the rules under no circumstance do we take off because we have a ton of MMA to talk about this week. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Again, um, most of our news is within the cards that we're going to talk about from this past week and this upcoming week. Uh, some smaller news items, Dan Hardy versus Diego Sanchez in a exhibition boxing match is set for July. So that will be Dan Hardy's return to combat sports. Um, that is in England. And former Bellator champ Eduardo Dantes signs with Eagle FC. So Eagle FC adding another former champion <clears throat> to their roster. Let's see what's, uh, what's brewing. I did hear the Scott Coker interview with Mike Heck where he talked about... Uh, the possibility of cross promotion with Kayla Harrison and Chris Cyborg. Um, I do think that fight will happen, whether it will be considered a cross promotion. I'm not quite sure, to be honest, for the simple fact that I do believe that Chris Cyborg will walk away from Bellator after this weekend. But we will get into that later on. Let's get into some fight announcements, starting off with Eddie Wineland versus Cody Stamen. We have Mike Trezano versus Lucas Almeida. Sergey Morozov versus Halion Paiva. Tiago Moses takes a, a weird step back against Christos Jagos. Julian Marquez will now face Gregory Rodriguez. Alexander Volkov versus Jarzinho Rosenstruck. TJ Brown versus Shailen Nerdanbiak. 
Jonathan Martinez versus Vince Morales. Jocelyn Edwards versus Ramona Pasquala. Moving on to Drakus Duplessis versus Brad Tavares. There goes the jump he wanted in competition. Alexander Romanov will now face Chase Sherman. Preston Parsons will now face Evan Elder. Jalton Almeida will now face Parker Porter. What? Yeah, we heard that right. Jalton Almeida, the light heavyweight, is moving up to heavyweight to face Parker Porter. Makes sense. <laughs> Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia Stoliarenko. Derek Minner versus Damon Jackson. Oh, man. Court McGee versus Jeremiah Wells. Mohamed Mohaev versus Charles Johnson. And Trey Sean Gore versus Josh Fremd. <clears throat> Fremd recently making his debut on late notice against Anthony Hernandez. I think this is a great fight for two up-and-coming talents. So with that being said, let's get into last week's MMA cards. Starting off in San Jose, California, live from the SAP Center, it was Bellator 2 77 headlined by the rematch for the Bellator featherweight championship champion AJ McKee took on Patricio Pitbull in a fight that honestly I feel so weird talking about this fight because I'm a Pitbull fan I like those guys they are very uh very skilled they are veterans of the game bellator lifers and uh i appreciate the loyalty and they're hella skilled remember how i talked about how great patient pitbull was well we saw that in in this fight which makes me think <clears throat> excuse me i'm sorry the allergies are finally hitting me and it couldn't have come at a worse time. But it makes me think that maybe Pitbull went into the first fight a little emotional. To say the least. A little to say the least. Um, but he defeats AJ McKee by unanimous decision. I had Patricio Pitbull up rounds one, two, and three. Um Close rounds, but definitely up, and I gave McKee the fourth and the fifth. Um, I didn't see anything from A.J. McKee for me to believe that he is this phenomenal, you know, world beater. Like, I don't look at him and say, this guy's going to beat Alexander Volkanovsky. I don't look at him and say, wow, this dude's going to smoke Max Holloway. I think those will all be fun fights. I think, you know, I think that this is weird to say. I think that Brian Ortega taps him within two rounds. 
So uh, I don't know where he lies in the, you know, featherweight greats. The great thing is that he's still so young. He has all the time in the world. Uh, it seems like he's going to move up <clears throat> to 155, which is exciting. I love the idea of Pitbull's brother calling him out. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, in the co-main event, Corey Anderson dominates Vadim Nemkov for three rounds. Unfortunately, with... A few seconds left on the clock. Corey Henderson drops an elbow. And, you know, they clash heads. And Vadim gets cut extremely deep. And the fight ends in a no contest. <laughs> After Corey Anderson was just, you know, crushing Vadim. Now, I do agree that Corey, if this would have went three more seconds and they would have went to the scorecards, we would have been saying and new. Um, but I don't like how Corey reacted after the fight where he was saying he was the champ and this and that. Listen, I agree that you were winning the fight, but you're the one who told the ref. You're not the champ, bro. You are not the champ right now. But... I'm looking forward to seeing this fight again. I think that uh, Vadim Nemkov has some work to do there. And uh, now that he's felt that pressure, I think that he knows what he has to do. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. Aaron Pico crushes Adley Edwards (coughs) in the third round by TKO. Aaron Pico, man, he's so good, but he really needs... A jumping competition. I know that he was supposed to fight uh, Jeremy Kennedy. But uh, Kennedy was injured. So we will see what's next. I want to see Aaron Pico versus Mads Brunel next. Make that fight. Linton Vassell defeated Tim Johnson by TKO in the first round. Great comeback. Uh, Tyson Miller defeated Hylon Gracie. We'll never see that guy again. He's 0-4. Get out of here. Tyrell Fortune defeated Raheem Cleveland by TKO. Uh, the guy that faced... <laughs> this sounds so wrong. The Because his name is ridiculous to say. But he faced Corey Anderson. Uh, I believe Corey's last fight. He defeated Rafael Cavallo by TKO in the second round. Um, Gaston Bolanos won his fight. Carl Crutchmore won his fight. Uh, yeah, Bellator. Bellator is fun. It was, uh, you know, I don't think they won the weekend, but uh, it was a good card to watch. We'll just say that. It was a good card to watch. They had stars, um, you know, a dominant performance from Corey Anderson. A few fun knockouts. Definitely worth your time. Moving on to Saturday. Uh, live from the UFC Apex, we had UFC Fight Night. Luque versus Mohamed 2. Vicente Luque looked to continue to move up the ranks while Bilal Mohamed 
was seeking to avenge his TKO loss to Vicente Luque. And that he did with uh, Bilal Gunabalal. He uh, wrestle-effed Vicente Luque for uh, five rounds. Just great, great timing on his takedowns. Really took it to Luque. Luque had zero answer um, for his wrestling. And, uh, yeah, that was it. Wasn't the best main event. Um, but uh, let's go to the bottom where Haile Alitang defeated Kevin Kroom <coughs> by TKO in the first round. Sam Hughes gets the majority decision victory over Estela Nunez. I think Sam Hughes looked great there. Uh, Jordan Levitt defeated Trey Ogden by split decision. Jordan Levitt continuing to be that uh, viral weirdo with a uh, twerk. Yeah. (laughs) Martin Budai defeated Chris Barnett by technical decision. Um, Budai just looked great. Chris Barn, the size difference in height was astronomical. <laughs> they look like the number 10 standing next to each other. Rafa Garcia defeated Jesse Ronson by submission in the second round. Uh, let's, you know, every time he fights, I'm going to remind you that Rafa Garcia was scared to fight Zedekiah Montanez. Friend of the show. Rafa wanted no parts. <clears throat> in the KO of the night, in my opinion, Jakar Close comes back after, what, three years? After two years in a uh, fight of the night, round of the year, you know, fight with uh, Benil Dariush. Three canceled fights, finally comes back to face Brendan Jenkins and smokes him in the second round by TKO. Calls out Mark Madsen. Incredibly smart call out. I think that he is going to knock Mark Madsen out. Panic Kianza defeated Lena Landsberg by unanimous decision. Devin Clark with a great knockout of William Knight. Both these guys fighting at heavyweight for some strange reason. But uh, (coughs) William Knight is a humongous individual. Imagine what he looked like at his prior weight class with 20 more pounds of muscle. Ridiculous. He was like 254. Uh, But he didn't get it done. Devin Clark KOs him. With an elbow. Uh, Munir Lazez looked great against Ange Lusa. Ange Lusa is so much fun to watch, man. But uh, Munir Lazez finally starting to, you know, really pick up steam here um, with this fight. Unfortunately, <clears throat> some political ties that are mm, a little iffy, you know. MMA. MMA fighters going to MMA fight and... Uh, Especially these international fighters. They have some strange friends and uh, some strange political ties. All of them do. You know, even Khabib. 
even um, Hamza. Like these guys just, you know, some questionable decisions they make. Philly boy Pat Sabatini gets it done against TJ Laramie. Just uh, dominates him. Man, Pat Sabatini is the real deal. I want to see Pat Sabatini versus Shane Burgos. Bad, bad, bad. I want to see that fight. Uh, these girls won fight of the night. Shout out to Myra Bueno Silva and Wu Yaonan. MBS. Who I forgot who was calling her MBS. But every time they kept saying MBS, I thought of Mohammed Ben Salam. Uh, MBS pulling it out, though. <clears throat> My boy Miguel Baeza. Gets finished in the first round by Andre Fialo. Yo, this Andre Fialo's hands, man, they are sharp. He is a phenomenal mixed martial artist, and he crushes Miguel Baeza, man. Um, I had a conversation on Twitter that I would like to allude to at this moment because... uh, Actually, I'm going to actually pull up the conversation because I thought it was really interesting. Um, and these guys, you know, I'm bringing it up now because I I personally brought up these guys when speaking in this conversation where we talked about. So the original tweet that I was responding to was a tweet from MMA Fighting that said, Ian Gary considers it irrelevant who he fights next i'm the quote unquote i'm the superstar kid (laughs) so i replied andre fialo miguel baeza d rod muslim salikoff phil Rowe, proper mike jeremiah wells just to name a few unranked gentlemen that can beat ian gary handily then Somebody replied to me, I don't understand your hate for the kid. And handily is quite the casual shout. I don't think it's hate. I just think the confidence isn't rooted in reality. That was my response. Uh, Then somebody else jumped into the conversation. Baeza might be a stretch. His striking needs more depth. Where I replied, I think a lot of people look at Baeza after these few losses and count him out, but I think his experience will start to catch up and we'll be talking about him as a contender in 18 months. A few replies here to go through. Um, You know what? I don't think I have to go through them where they're just, these guys are just talking about, you know, Baeza's skill set. But, Me personally, I just wanted to bring up that Andre Fialo will be a contender and uh, Miguel Baeza still has a shot to contend. He's 10-3 at the moment. Unfortunately, three straight losses, uh, two fight of the nights, and I guarantee you if the Fialo fight would have went to a decision, that would have been fight of the night as well. Um He's 29 years old. He trains at MMA Masters. 
And the superstar at MMA Masters is Colby Covington. So you know he has wrestling. He has to. He sparked Matt Brown. He sparked Takashi Sato. Unfortunately, he ran into a motivated Santiago Ponzinibbio. And a deadly Chaos Williams. And now just a really fun fighter in Andre Fialo. So I personally think that the UFC still believes in Miguel Baeza. I think he will get a shot um, once again. And uh, I think he'll make the best of it. And hopefully uh, we'll see him. We'll see him more this year in the UFC. Uh, Then in the co-main event, no reason, no idea why this was even in this spot. But Kyle Bohio defeated Godzi Omar Godziev by a technical decision. Yes, you heard that right. Two technical decisions on this card. It was just a wild night. Uh, Very strange, very strange um, night at the Apex. And we move on. Last night was Wednesday because today is Thursday. And uh, the PFL season is here. So with that being said, let's get into some PFL coverage. Um, I actually watched a lot of the card live. I fell asleep right after Antonio Carlos Jr. defeated Delon Monti by submission in the first round. Just sparks this guy in 29 seconds. It was, uh, I don't even know why they had this fight. It was the clash of, uh, you know, <coughs> um, how do you say it? The clash of experience was like night and day here. Um, Antonio Carlos Jr. moves on. Hausch Monfio, uh, I had to go back and watch this, but he TKOs Don Mage. In the third round. Comes back because, in all honesty, from what I watched with my eyes, Manfio was on his way to lose this fight. And halfway through the third, he uh, KOs this guy with a overhand right. Beautiful shot. Great to see it. And uh, he moves on. Uh, then in the main event, Clay Collard versus Jeremy Stevens. Um, unfortunately, I am someone who woke up to, uh, go straight to Twitter and see what people said about this fight and, uh, see the result. Oh, fight of the year, this and that. What a phenomenal fight. And listen, I think I'm a victim of, uh, how do you say it? I'm a victim of expectation there we go i'm sorry i'm a victim of expectation and i expected this grand war and listen these guys threw down best car best fight on the card by far you know maybe one of pfl's best fights ever i don't know if i can go that far um it would be probably in the top 10 because there hasn't been the greatest you know pfl fights but uh clay collard man Shout out to Jeremy Stevens for coming to fight, but he got beat handily in this fight. I think Clay Collard just has this phenomenal striking attack where he can mix in throwing you around as well, but just to like embarrass you, not so much that he wants to wrestle. He just wants to like 
make you look bad. So he'll throw you on the floor, walk away, do some footwork. And uh, the way he really puts his, you know, jab, cross, knee, it's so fast and so seamless, man. Clay Collard is a problem, and I'm rooting for him. After this fight, I'm rooting for him this year in the tournament. Uh, Olivier Aubameyang defeated Nathan Schultz by split decision. Uh, Corey Hendricks TKO'd Emiliano Sordi in the second round. That was a big upset. Um, what else? Who else? Oh, Amari Akhmedov. He defeated Victor Pesta by a KO in the first round. That was devastating. Definitely go watch that. <coughs> Rob Wilkerson defeated Bruce Sauto by TKO in the second round. And Simon or Simeon Powell defeated Clinton Williams by TKO in the third round. So that was PFL. 2022 number one uh definitely go check out that main event uh watch what house manfio was able to do in that comeback and uh see what antonio carlos jr did to this monty cat uh definitely worth the watch moving on to this week in mma we're starting off with bellator's 278 Live from Honolulu, Hawaii, it is Juliana Velasquez versus Liz Carmouche for the Bellator Flyweight Championship. That's exciting. I am a fan of Juliana Velasquez and uh, Liz Carmouche going for that title that has eluded her for so long. Uh, She's had a great run since... Moving to Bellator, going three and zero, um, with wins over Diana Bennett, Vanessa Porto, and Kana Watanabe. Uh, she gets a shot now against the undefeated Julia Vasquez. I'm interested to see it in the co-main event. Enrique Barzola versus Nikita Mikhailov. Oof. Uh, we also have Jornel Lugo versus Danny Sabatello. We know that that fight is f- to see which one of those guys gets into the Grand, Grand Prix. Uh, Christian Edwards is on this card. And uh, that's it. Moving on to Bellator 279 the next day in the main event, also from Honolulu, Hawaii. <coughs> Excuse me. In the main event, this card is stacked. We have Chris Cyborg versus Arlene Blankow 2 for the Bellator Featherweight Championship. We have the start of the Grand Prix for the interim Bantamweight Championship. Juan Archuleta versus Rafian Stotts. We have Kyoji Horiguchi versus Patchy Mix. Justine Keish versus Ali Malay McFarlane. Lance Gibson Jr. is back. Kai Kamaka III is on this card. Goti Yamauchi is on this card. Yancey Medeiros versus Emmanuel Sanchez. That is a firefight. I can't wait to see that. 
anybody else? Janae Harding is on this card. Yeah, this card is stacked. Uh, good for Bellator. We'll see what happens with Chris Cyborg after that night. Moving on to the UFC card from the Apex. It is UFC Fight Night. Lamosh versus Andrade. In the main event, Amanda Lamosh takes on Jessica Andrade, both at 115. Jessica Andrade looking to move back after crushing it at flyweight. Um, looking to return to the smaller weight class. Uh, let's see what she could do because she's going up against a killer. In number 10, Amanda Lemos. We have in the co-main event, Clay Guida versus Claudio Poyas. Tanner Boser versus Alexander Romanov. Or I'm sorry, that is actually... Chase Sherman versus Romanoff. We spoke about that earlier. <coughs> I'm sorry. My voice is starting to give out. Macy Barber returns versus Montana De La Rosa. Sue Medardi versus Manel Cape is canceled. Um, what I think is going to be fight of the night. Charles Jordan versus Lando Venata. Luis Cosi versus Preston Parsons. Mark Andre Barriot versus Jordan Wright. Dwight Grant versus Sergey Kondatsko. Tyson Pedro versus Ike Villanueva. That should be a really fun fight. Arioki Lang versus Cameron Else. Marcin Bracnio versus Philippe Linz. And Dean Barry versus Mike. Jackson, yes, that Mike Jackson, CM Punk Mike Jackson. Uh, that should be a really fun card. Then we move on to Wednesday, which we'll talk about now because we record on Thursdays. Uh, PFL 2022, starting off with the main event, Bruno Capeloza versus Stuart Austin. Brendan Lochnane versus Ryoji Kudo. Anti Delha versus Mateus Sheffel. Hannon Ferreira versus Jamel Jones. Lance Palmer versus Chris Wade. Kyle Bokniak versus Bubba Jenkins. And uh, Shaman Morice versus Boston Salmon. That is the PFL. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk all about that stuff and more this has been this week's ybe mma i am josh prepigina you can find me on all forms of social media elroy prepson one word you can find the show on instagram at ybe mma podcast as well as teespring teespring.com slash stores slash ybe mma podcast if it's your birthday happy birthday love your mothers i love you mom enjoy the fights this weekend and we'll see you next week